Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. First, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites, which we will do in the unmatchable company of Michael O'Sullivan from Unio Wealth Managers and presenter of the BBC Radio 4 documentary, Waking Up to World Debt. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Joe. It's a very kind intro. Where are you at the moment? Uh, in France, in Paris uh, at the moment, Joe. Oh, slumming it as usual. Uh, have you seen the, the the new spire in the Notre Dame being erected yet? I actually I have. It's it's not too far from us. Um, and Notre Dame, it looks like it's it's it really is taking shape. So the the, the church will be ready roughly, I think, around this time next year. Um, so I suspect there'll be a big Christmas mass there at the end of uh, 2024. Yeah, it was one of Macron's very first challenges was getting that exactly. church rebuilt when he was elected in 2017. Let's go to the Irish Times. Dominic Coyle has a story about the increasingly world-famous drug for weight loss. Uh, Joe, many people uh, won't have heard of Novo Nordsk. It's actually the biggest company in Europe, um, and they're they're riding the the wave uh, of obesity and diabetes drugs. Uh, they just bought a a factory, one of the old Elan drug uh, factories in in Athlone, for about ninety two. Uh, million euros. So good news, uh, I think, for the local economy there. Um, and it, it really it t- tells many stories, uh, the story of how we live today, uh, our diets and the efforts of drug companies to uh, to tackle problems like like diabetes. Uh, and over Nordsk, um, it, it's actually surpassed LVMH's Europe's biggest company. It's about 5% uh, of the Danish economy, so it, wow. it's a it's a phenomenal uh, company, and it's all. Well, this, I mean, Novo Nordisk, of course, has been around for a few years, but the guts of their uh, surge over the last uh, year or two has been Ozempic and Wegovy, uh, and of course, um, obesity levels in Ireland in this country are very high. In fact, they're the second highest in Europe. They're the second only to the UK in terms of obesity levels. But this drug appears to genuinely work. It appears to genuinely work, um, and actually, this this year in particular, one of the things that's that's helped the share price is that there have been various studies that have shown um, the the effectiveness of Wegovy in particular uh, against diabetes, uh, its ability to uh, cut potential uh, mortality. Uh, and then, of course, as you, you mentioned, there's a much bigger story behind this levels of obesity in Ireland are very, very high, as high as the UK, not quite as high as the, the US. Um, and if you look at our, our diets, I think we eat something like 44% uh, of our uh, weekly shop is is made up of, of processed food. And in, mm. in Southern European countries, it's only about 14%. Yes, it is. Um, and just for those who aren't familiar, processed food includes stuff like salami and kind of also the sliced meat, and uh, that's all processed. Anyway, let's move on to AFP. It is a story about a challenger for Twitter or X, depending on what you call it. It, it does, Joe, and in, in a way I'm, I'm probably more interested in the uh, demise of uh, X or, or Twitter. Uh, and there are nervous conversations going on in the background with the, the bankers who've lent Elon Musk, uh, I think some 13 billion. Um, but but Facebook or, or Meta uh, look like they want to capitalize on this. Uh, and, and of course, Meta own Facebook, they own Instagram. 
they have launched a uh, an X-like app called called Threads. It's only coming to the European Union now. It's um, it's already been used. I think uh, if I look at the AFP story, by about a hundred million people in other countries. Mm. And of course, one of the reasons it's coming late to the European Union um, are, are fears over, uh, over over monopoly. The fact that. Uh, uh, Meta can piggyback on the the user base of fa- of Facebook and Instagram uh, to offer this. Mm. Um, so it's been been quite quite slow coming. Uh, it's worth mentioning, Joe, as well. We've just had the uh, EU AI Act. Uh, Europe is very good at regulating uh, tech, regulating uh, data, uh, and, and this I think fits into the bigger picture of uh, the extent to which the the EU will allow. Uh, the the big social media companies to uh, to offer various types of service ar- around Europe, and also increasingly the kind of content uh, that they can put in front of Europeans. Now, did you sign up yourself yesterday? I I cheekily did it a few months ago using a VPN, a virtual private network, and telling it that I was in the UK because it's been in the UK for a few months. Um, I was checking yesterday, and quite a few Europeans are you know stampeding onto. Th- It'd be interesting to see whether that stampede is sustained over the next few weeks. Yeah, I haven't used it. Um, And I I think it it will uh, depend really on whether some of the high-profile users on, on X or Twitter are prepared to move on to the, um, onto the Threads platform. Um, to, to be quite honest, I haven't seen it yet, so mm. I can't, can't really comment. No, it, that, it, it's really it's, it's a question of whether people initially start posting on both platforms, Threads and X, and then eventually say, do you know what, I'm only going to start... Just uh, going to tra- transition over. Threading. Exactly. I'm only threading, if that's the verb. I don't know whether that's the verb yet. Um, now, Financial Times, the big story of the week, of course, is related to central banks, um, not just the European Central Bank, but especially the Fed. Joe, big week in markets um, and the, the rally in equities and in fixed income. And you know, we've, we've put a lot of uh, emphasis on fixed income on, on government bonds uh, in the last couple of uh, couple of months. Um, and in a way, the yesterday's meeting of the ECB is a sort of a no story. Uh, because markets had expected Christine Lagarde, uh, like uh, the the Fed chair the previous day, uh, to communicate that the the central bank was ready just to ease off a bit on uh, on, on its interest rate policy. Uh, just to, to recap, Jerome Powell has signalled, and the Fed have signalled to markets that they're likely to make some rate cuts next year. Uh, Christine Lagarde um, didn't follow suit. In the last couple of months, the, the dollar has weakened substantially against the euro. It's weakened about five or so percent because markets beginning to price price in uh, lower rates at the margin in the US compared to uh, to Europe. So the, the ECB, I think, are, are holding out for the time being. Uh, I think you and I have discussed this in the past. We probably feel that they're uh, making a mistake. And one reason they're making a mistake is to effectively overcompensate for the fact that they missed the run-up inflation uh, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, absolutely correctly. Um, about two years ago, they were saying, you know, it was a temporary phenomenon and we didn't need to react too quickly. And then, of course, they were behind the curve. Inflation was bedded in. It hit double digits in the eurozone. And as a result, they had to hike up rates. Now it looks as if they're just being stubborn and afraid to admit that they've made a huge mistake. Oh, no, higher for longer, higher for longer. And yet nobody in the market believes that that is sustainable. 
No one in the market believes them, which is not good for a central bank. Uh, I know you've got an expert from the, on the German economy uh, coming up, and I was in Berlin recently, and people there are quite depressed about the economic outlook. Now, that's specifically German factories, but that's the biggest economy in Europe, um, and it's it's toying with recession. And, and ordinarily, the, uh, the the central bank would, would be would be cutting rates. Um, and if we go back, Joe. I've got the team at Unio to look at some of the um, uh, the rate cycles. If you go back in history, actually what prompts central banks to cut rates and cut them aggressively is when the economy goes into recession. So that's not terribly good news for Christine Lagarde. Mm. Um, and, and I think I think Europe's central bankers need to be a lot more sensitive to uh, to the data. Uh, you know, recent figures show that inflation is beginning, beginning to fall and that growth in some of the big economies is weaker. Now, while I have you on the line, I know you follow these things very closely, uh, Mike. Um, Ukraine looks as if it's actually on a path towards accession to the European Union. Did that surprise you? It certainly surprised me that Orban walked out of the room, the vote took place in his absence, and suddenly Ukraine are on the right accession route. It's it sounds Joe a bit like a Christmas pantomime where the uh, the villain steps uh, off the goes, stage. St- he steps off the stage and uh, and and the rest of the uh, the the country leaders uh, manage to vote through the accession. Um, at, at the headline level, it looks it looks very good. Um, it will take a long time, I think, for for the Ukraine uh, and there was a range of other countries um, uh, joining the accession path. Georgia, as well, for example, uh, it will take some time for that to happen. Uh, politically, uh, it, it's a positive. Now, there's a sting in the tail, as there always is. Uh, in the pantomime because he came back and then he vetoed about 50 billion in aid for um, uh, for Ukraine. And, and, and I think going into 2024, uh, we have a, a very positive change of government in countries like Poland, but Hungary remains... And now Slovenia uh, a, a has joined real... the, the watch club. Slovenia has now joined the watch club, hasn't it? It has because uh, you have the, uh, the 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 Robert Fico government, which was elected about two months ago. Mm. But but Hungary, I think, remains a real problem for the uh, EU leaders. And our own president here in France, Emmanuel Macron, has uh, entertained that. He's he recently invited uh, Viktor Orbán for for dinner. And and I think uh, from this time from this moment on. Uh, many of the EU leaders will look for a much tougher stance against Hungary. And some people even talking about the fact that it should be excluded from the EU. Okay, Mike, thank you so much for joining us uh, from Paris. That's Michael O'Sullivan from Unio Wealth Managers and the presenter of the BBC documentary, Waking Up to World Debt. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.